What's up, brother? Your audio, your audio's kicking in. Okay, okay. What's going on, man? I'm good. Can't complain, can't complain, you know. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, man. Great day to you. Amen. You know, waking up is always a blessing. Everything is a bonus, right? Absolutely, brother. Absolutely. What's going on, man? Not, you know, getting right so I'm not getting left. Doing what I need to do. <laughs> yeah. Jamming out to one of your classics right there. That's what's up, bro. I appreciate that, yeah. man. Hey, I appreciate you taking the time out, man, because I know everybody's moving and grooving and things are starting to open up again and people are on the go. So appreciate you, you know, putting some time aside to chop it up with me. Yeah. All good, brother. All good. All good. Yeah. So what's um so we're gonna get right to it, man, because I, I was a little wasn't sure where we were gonna go with it, but the whole thing for me is mindset. You know, I preach it to athletes, non-athletes, and even individuals that I speak to like yourself, like to see how you started, how the journey was, and where that mindset is for us to get right and not get left. That's the whole mantra that I go by. Um, so I like that. Yeah, man, appreciate it. You know, it is catchy and it I came up with it about seven years ago by accident. <laughs> really? yeah the the whole get right to get left was a whole accident i was talking into instagram one morning on my way to train some clients and it just came out and i finished recording i was like hold up get right and get left okay i'm gonna keep <laughs> moving with that you know got it all worked up patent out and um been running with it and i said you know what let me do a podcast so during pandemic i launched a podcast um I, the first season per se was all athletes mostly um now i'm going a different route getting people who aren't in the sports world or athletic world, you know, so you're, you're my first kickoff, man. So I'm excited, you know? Um, so lo and behold, get right at get left folks. We have yours truly Mario Winans, you know, that's why you heard the music in the beginning. So as you hear this, I know a lot of y'all going to be smiling, especially you ladies out there taking you back. Um, so Mario, tell me first, first and foremost, um, again, thanks for your time, but like, at what age and who got you started into music? Oh, uh, man, you know, I was around music my entire life, man, growing up in the Winans family. But even before that, I started playing the drums. Um, Like like three or four, I was banging on pots and pans. <laughs> my, mom, my, my mom was grandma's pots and pans, man. And, um, so I was always around music. But it started for me as a drummer. And then um, my mother, when I was 14, my mother bought me some equipment, sequencer and stuff like that. And just put it in front of me, man. And thank God I, I learned it. And that's when I started, you know, going down the path of being a producer. But yeah, at a very young age. Yeah. It, it's always um, interesting for me with music. And I always like tease other people when I try to like lip sing. I'm like, yeah, obviously I'm not a singer, you know, because that path itself, everything is a skill set that we do. Right. And being able to play music or or instrument and know the keys and vocals like what made you fall possibly in love with drums versus something else and then say okay let me learn these other instruments 
drums, the drums just came natural, man. You know what I'm saying? And that's what kind of what I gravitated to first. I had rhythm and it's just something I can't even really tell you what made me gra uh, gravitate to it. It's just something that came naturally. And then um, as I started listening to more music and different drummers and then different producers, you know, the Teddy Riley's, the David Foster's, of course, Jones and Stevie Wonder. I started, excuse me, I started gravitating to want to do more than just the drums. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's kind of how that happened. You know, I remember in like third or fourth grade, um, I, I picked up the drums, you know, as extracurricular activity outside of sports. I'm like, oh, I like this. Because first time I heard the bass, like on a drum, I was like, oh, I said, yeah, I got my little, the little circle drum, the little pad that they used to have. Got that. And I was playing in school and my friends, teammates also. And I stopped in like fifth, sixth grade. But the ones that stayed with it, oh, man, it's just amazing what you can do. You know, it just uh, music speaks to us, you know, yeah. like I wake up to music. I listen to it all day, you know, after I listen to the word. Um, now you in a family full of musicians, you know, did you know you guys grow up in the church singing as a choir as well? Well, I wasn't in the choir, but yeah, my family sang in the choir. You know what I'm saying? I was pretty much on the drums or waiting my turn to get on the drums. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because there was always older guys playing the drums, but. Um, yeah, man, we, we grew up in the church. We were on music all the time. What <laughs> the church? It was in the Winans rehearsals or BB and CC rehearsals, and so we're definitely around music all the time. Man. I mean, you you hear the the name Winans, it's like automatic. It's music, you know. Everybody just knows that. Um, and hearing like classics and always thinking back, there's there are great musicians now. Don't get me wrong, um, but there's just something about that genre, you know. 10, 20, 30 years ago, that just, it hits you differently. And I'm sure mm -hmm. you can relate. It, it just, I guess it's more of a story, like, man, I could relate to this even more on a deeper level, you know, where they um did like your older siblings and other siblings and even your parents, did they have certain expectations, you know, like, hey, we, this is us, so we have to keep this here. So you're getting into this, so understand what you're doing? No, they never really... um vocalized it like that to me i kind of saw the expectation i mean mm -hmm. this is something that i i lived around 24 7 365 so it just you know what i was learning was was at that level you understand what yeah. i'm saying so it was never them saying oh if you're going to get into this it has to be that you know god gave me a great gift as a drummer so they saw it and they saw the talent and my ability and then as i started producing they saw that as well so you know um it was never something like again, like I like you know, or it has to be this way. Now nah, they just they just gave me the tools and they gave me the lessons and the wisdom and knowledge on how to grow and cultivate the gifts that God gave me. Amen. I feel you, man. Um, and it's funny because sometimes we can't. Like I was speaking to a coach earlier this week, and he was like, "Coach, like I'm not sure if I should go this route, but it keeps on coming to me." I said, "It's not by accident." I said, "That's God presenting that, saying, hey, listen, go this way.' I'm putting." putting it in your face for a reason because you're good at it like run with yeah. it you know and um and i said yeah there's nothing wrong with that i said go with it man you're doing a great job and people see it that's why you're getting more athletes of this particular sport run with it you know others will come but hey that's god's plan not ours you know um did you what other instruments would you say that you really outside of the drums because drums carries a lot in any beat right that bass that kick mm -hmm. that snare 
Um, what other instruments would you say really you tend to like more when you're producing a beat or producing a record? I like them all, man. I like them all. And for me, excuse me, bro. I'm, just, I'm, right. so hard. I'm, okay. I'm, a little, I'm a little tired, so I'm not trying to yawn, but it just keeps coming out. <laughs> it's all right, man. I've been, man, I've been working so hard, but you got me on the way. I'm happy for it. No complaints. Um, I like them all, bro. It depends on what's um, what's necessary or what I feel the, the actual track needs. You know what uh, I'm saying? But I love piano. I love guitar. I love violins and strings and orchestra instruments and I am instruments from other cultures and percussions and organs. And so I love it all, yeah. you know, but I, I kind of, I gravitate to whatever I feel is necessary for the, for the composition that I'm working on. I love pianos. I love, love. Yeah. <laughs> right there. Um, I've had a few teammates, they could play a few keys and it's just like, that is something you very unique. Um, you know, I remember when I saw, I saw Alicia Keys perform and she was one of the first ones like really playing piano. I was like, Whoa. I said, that's serious, you know? Um, and, you know, your first, let's go into the first track you ever produced. Let's tell the folks about that. First artist and the track that you produced <laughs> that you can recall. Um, your mom. Yeah, it was on my mom, man. She kind of gave, she gave me the first opportunity to really like work on full production nice. on her albums, man. You know what I'm saying? And, um, so that's where it really kind of boosted my confidence that someone just gave me those chances to be creative and, and produce on her albums, man. And it was, it was it was phenomenal, you know? I mean, she's pretty well known. So you did a damn good job. <laughs> did a damn good job. Um, that was cool, though. So how was that experience, you know, being this is your mom, you're producing an album for her. Was it like, OK, I'm going to listen to you, Mario, and this is your show? Or was it like a collaborative effort? so to speak. And you know what, for the most part, I just was working on the tracks. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I was working on the tracks at that time, and then we had writers come in, and so it was a collective effort, but my position on in those days and times were just like making sure the tracks was really, really, really great. You know what I'm saying? And she gave me the opportunity, and she gave me the space to do it, and um, and, and, and it was a great success. Nice. Now, I'll, let, let's say, do you have anything outside of music that you ever wondered about like, hmm, I wonder if I if I would have went that route, you know, or interested you, you know, it might be a hobby now that you do outside of music. Is there anything else? I play I played baseball, man. Okay. When I was 14, 15, and 16, I was really good at baseball. So if it wasn't music, it was gonna definitely be baseball for me. Nice. And you grew up where? I grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Okay. South mm-hmm. side or or West Side. West side. I have a couple yeah. of homies out from Detroit. One's actually from the East, one's from the West. It's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. D-Town. What up, though? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You know what up, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, a lot of great artists come out, out of Detroit. We all know that. You know, um, outside of your family's influence, you know, growing up in it, like, from the womb, basically, you're coming out like, oh, I'm listening to music as a baby. Outside of the family... Um, who else did you find inspiring to you? Like, oh wow, like I, I like his beat. I know you mentioned Stevie Wonder, Quincy Jones. Who else? Um, Teddy Riley, David Foster, Phil Collins, Lionel Richie. Oh man, yeah. Um, you know, those are Sting. You know what I'm saying? Sting. Um, those are like that was like the nucleus of the people that I was listening to back in the day. Um, another guy I can't think of his name, man. Um. Chucky Booker, okay. another one. 
Yeah, man. But that that right there was kind of like the nucleus of what I was listening to when I was growing up as I was, you know, shaping my sound and learning my sound mm-hmm. and what I wanted to sound like and what avenues that I was going to create in. Yeah. But I was those those people I just named 100%. I don't know too much about Chucky Booker, but I have seen some documentaries and they had him and it was like some black and white thing. And I was like, whoa, this dude is no joke. Like he was so rhythmic and moving and singing. I was like, and I think for me, um, seeing him, I was like, whoa, he seemed like to be one of the first artists to really sing and dance at the same time. You know, the way he, I was like, damn. Yeah, but he's a great producer, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You remember that Troop song, Spread My Wings? Yeah. He produced that record. Oh, wow. If I'm correct, you know what I'm saying? But he had a lot of records that, that I was fans of. And then he was Janet Jackson's musical director for a lot of years. And um, so, yeah, man, I, I really uh, was inspired by him, too. Man, um, what what other projects are you working on now, um, inside of music and outside of music? And you know, I just we just did. I don't know if you saw the Biggie documentary. I got a story to tell. Yeah. I was one of the composers on that. Oh, dope, man! Um, yeah, Actually, I, I watched it three times. I think that was the best thing for as far as the Biggie story. It was good. It was really good. And um, you know, we just we did the Burner Boy album. I was oh. part of that project. We won a Grammy for that. Congrats. Um, the weekend's last album. But right now I'm finishing some stuff that I'm doing with my brother Puff that we're working on, and I'm helping him finish it up. And um, and then I'm just developing and grooming and fostering our new artists and new producers and writers and stuff like that to put them in position um while I focus on, you know, certain projects, but also focus on scoring films and things of that nature too. Oh, good stuff, man. Congrats. A lot. No, wonder, you, no wonder you're yawning because that's, that's a lot of work <laughs> going on. <laughs> but like you said, man, it's a blessing to be able to do things that we love and remain in it, you know, because like I thank God every single day, like, man, like, pre, thank you, you know, just putting us in position. Yeah. And then outside of music, well, it's not outside of music, but I also have a music mentoring platform called oh. R-Time. It's A-R-T-I-M-E. It's um, an online music mentoring platform to where kids and adults can go and book one-on-one mentoring sessions with what we call creative masters. The categories we have are producers, songwriters, engineers, um, musicians, DJs, vocal coaches. You know what I'm wow. saying? And um, yeah, man, and we have some of the, the top producers in the last 30 years on there from Brian Michael Cox, myself, Tim and Bob, Dre and Vidal, the Hitman. And the list goes on and on and on with the, with the, some of the top writers and musicians wow. and Adam Blackstone, you know, band director. And, and, and it's a lot of great people on the platform. Eric Dawkins is a writer. Oh. And um, I think it's, it's, a, it's a great platform. I know it's a great platform to where people can go and get mentored uh, for their career and where they're headed in their career. We can give them some insight, listen to their music and just, you know, help them uh, keep their creative confidence so they don't get lost in technology and, oh, and they man. use technology instead of technology using them you know what i mean so oh, that's, that's that's something that i launched um this year and it's it's it's, it's really really going well and i'm excited about it but people can go on and check it out at www.artime.io it's a uk-based company um but it's a phenomenal platform for people to learn get mentored and grow from Nice. I like that, man. Um, yeah. And, and you hit it on the head with your last statement. You said for people to learn how to use technology, not not let technology use them, you know, because right. I think I don't want I can't really pinpoint the time frame it happened. But it, at least 10 years ago, I would say 
where artists, and I'm sure you saw it, and that's probably why you said that, where a lot of artists started depending on the technology a little bit ver- mm-hmm. versus really getting coached up on their vocals, you know, to hit the chords a certain way and write a certain way so that way it still hits with the beat. So that way it becomes that timeless classic like we all know yeah, and love. exactly. You know, exactly. because there are a lot of artists now that you could tell they're just relying on technology. You know, right. you know, they're not saying anything. It's not any story resonating with, with the people listening. It's just the beat is good enough. And you really, if you just took the beat away, it's like, really? What are you saying? You know? Exactly. So I, I like that, man. If I if I was a kid into music, I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm signing up. You know? <laughs> you know, so. Somebody you know, man. Just oh, thousand percent. Oh, trust me. I already have some people in my head. I'm going to send that way. So say no more. However I can help push that, I will. Um, that that's pretty amazing, man. Why'd you make it based out of the UK? Well, one of my partners is uh the the guy who designed the website. Okay. See, yeah, he's based in in, in London. So oh, we just decided cool. to make it a UK based company. I mean, it's still worldwide. That's yeah. just where our headquarters are. Is in is in UK. But um, yeah, man. So how do you guys, if someone comes to the site, or when someone goes to the site, I should say, with so many great vocal coaches, writers, producers. How do you determine who's going to take on this artist and help them? Or is it like, okay, you're going to work with this vocal coach on this. You're going to work with this producer. You're going to work. Well, they pick themselves. They go through the creative master lesson. They see, because, you know, an engineer may go on. So they look through the engineers or a producer may go on. So they look to the producers. So all the different categories are there. They choose who it is that they want to do the mentoring with. And we do a 30, a 30 minute consultation Mm -hmm. um, via, via Zoom and, um, you know, we determine how much, how many classes that they need, and then we present them with a package. And once they approve the package, then we move forward. Nice, I like that. That is very um, innovative. One, because I'm sure you probably like this is something I needed when I was coming in, right? Um, it, it's like for myself, like I have a couple of trainers who I'm mentoring now. You know, and I remember when I was getting into it, the older generation they didn't want to share info like as if it was like a big secret like we all can win like why not everybody succeed like enough so, room for everybody to win man. big time big time and i think this past year has shown a lot of people you know working together collaboratively actually helps everyone win you know teamwork makes the dream work man thousand percent all day long all day long i mean you're 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 living proof of it your family everyone succeeded with the music you know and it was a family effort team effort and that's how i got to their stages you know um so right now you have that project which is great how are you guys taking on mentees that are of early ages or do they have to be a certain age or they could be man you could be 67 years old if you want to be get mentored and something we're here for you you know wow that's, that's yeah, amazing, man. man. Um, so www.artime.io. That's it. And you can follow it on Instagram at the same. It's just at artime.io. Oh, cool. On Instagram. I'll definitely mm-hmm. throw that on my social media for people to check out, man. Especially Thank you, brother. All my music heads. I know they'll see it. Um, I'll directly send it to some people on their phone. Like, hey, you need to check this out. Um, yeah. So... Are you, are you, you're not back in Detroit now, right? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm on the East Coast. I'm not, I'm not Midwest. I'm still okay. on the East Coast. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Where are you at now? I'm in Jersey. Oh, up the block. I'm in New York. So 
Good. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Everybody's running outside as if COVID is gone, but I'm like, uh, y'all gotta chill. Be careful out there, man. Yeah. See, nice yeah. plaques you got down on the back end, man. You got. Oh man, thank God, man. I just got a few of them up here, man. Yeah. You know, just a few of them, man. You know. Now, been blessed. I've been blessed, man. Indeed. Which um, which artists uh, like stand out to you or jump out to you? in the present time now that you would like, or you're going to work with, or would like to work with? I mean, her, right off oh, the bat. Oh man, she's um, a beast. <laughs> yeah, her, Daniel Caesar, Kaylani, Summer Walker. Mm -hmm. That's just to name a few, you know? Yeah, yeah, my, my yeah. lady, she loves her. She loves her. Yeah. And, 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 and Maverick City Music, man. Maverick City Music. Hmm. It's a gospel, it's a gospel, uh, it's a gospel like it's like a bunch of them but mm -hmm. they they're strong. check them out it's cool. a song called Refiner by Maverick City Music listen to it man nice I'll definitely do that yeah. yeah yeah I love them it's funny you mentioned that they're gospel because more and more and you probably see it too I am seeing more um Christian music you know coming out there and like I follow this one guy on my TikTok and I literally go on TikTok for him you know, and I don't, I post, but I don't really post too much because he's rapping about Christianity and being blessed and so forth. And it's dope, you know, because you, if you really, you wouldn't really realize it's not all the other stuff because it just flows so smooth and what he's talking about is like, man. And like we talked about before, right? It's storytelling. It resonates with the person listening to like, oh, you know, this is good stuff. So that that's always a, a great thing. Man, it, you you end up working with her and those other artists. I can't wait to see what you guys come up with, man. That's gonna be. It'll happen, man. God oh, it's going to. Yeah, yeah. it's going yeah. to. I'm not even worried. I'm just anticipating when it happens and what you put <laughs> into the song. Just be like, hey, this is the song that that we did, you know. Um, but yeah, like, do you um do you see yourself singing at any point or like doing any small concerts? You know, since things are starting to open up a bit. Um, you know, we we've had we got an Australia tour booked and New Zealand booked. Um, we've just been having to move it back because they're still, excuse me, they're still closed down because of COVID. Yeah. So once they open back up, we're gonna do that. But I'm just kind of taking my time with that. I just want everything to be safe for everybody yeah. and myself. You know what I'm saying? I have a family to come home to, so I have to be mindful of that. Yeah. Um, you know. But other than that, man, we're just working in the studio and just you know putting out some great music. That's what's up, man. Um, you you should do a a whining classic album, all of you on it, and you produce that. That's not a bad idea. Do, do a whining classic. Everybody would jump on that, including myself. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Definitely. That, 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 that would be a dope look. Um, but yeah, man. Hey, was oh, that's my thing I want to ask you. So with everything going on, everything, you know, your musical journey, the whole, like for me, the whole get right or get left mindset, what has kept you going? Because in any journey we take, we hit adversity, right? You know, adversity hits us at any given moment, unpredictable. And the other day I said on one of my spiels, I like, you know, adversity is the fuel to grow us, to help us grow. You know, did at what point did you ever hit such a point like, no, this is going to help me grow or it really was tough? and helps you get through that and like, all right, you know what? This is what has my mindset to get right and not get left and keep moving forward. It was God that kept me and, and sustained me through everything I've been through. I've been through some tremendous things. Um, and, you know, it was just always 
me knowing that he was in control, God was in control and still is and always is in control. And also um, just praying and asking for the lessons and the things that I was going through. You know, and once I realized that there was lessons that I could learn, um, then it, it kept me going. You know, it's, it's I, I tell my children, it's not wins and losses, it's wins and lessons. Nice. So um, it was the lessons for me that, that kept me going. Um, second to the fact that I knew that God was in control and he'll never fail us. Amen. Key word, lessons, 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 because too many times I think, and we've all done that at some point, including myself, like, where we see like, like, why? It's not why. It's like, you know what? What am I learning right now? Right. You know, that's what it is. Like, even my athletes, I sound like, don't look at it as you didn't catch a pass or this. Look at what you could learn from not receiving that pass or not taking the wrong step or right step and so forth. You know, like you get right. you get that high grade, but it wasn't as high as you wanted to. Okay, what's the lesson behind it? How could I have studied or prepared better to get a higher mark? You know, so I like mm -hmm. that wins and lessons for sure, man, because too often times, my cousin and I were talking about just yesterday, like too many times people are looking like, I want more, I want more, I want more, instead of seeing what's in front of them, like, you know what, I have this in abundance already, that will come, let me just keep working and trusting in the process, trusting in God, and just keep moving. Right. You know, so, yeah, dope, dope mindset, man. I'm um, not going to keep you too long, brother. Um, I really, really appreciate you taking the time out and chopping it up with me. I'm looking forward to seeing what's next for you. The our time definitely gonna shout it out. And out, man. Yeah. Um, we'll air this this episode. We're gonna air it out on Monday. I'll um let you know. I'll send you the link and everything. Please do, bro. Please yeah. do so I can share with everybody. Yeah. And um, we'll, we'll I enjoyed this, man. Nah, me too, man. Definitely did. I kept thinking it kept popping in my head every day. I was like, okay, marking out my calendar. We're gonna rock and roll. Cause I like I said, I listen to classics every day. Um. You know, while I'm working, I'm always just jamming away. You know, that's what's up, bro. I appreciate the support, man. Always, bro. Yes, always, bro. All right. So we'll talk. Well, man, man God bless you, man. Thank you, you so too. much, man. Just, you know, keep me posted now. You know, we'll blast it everything out. Me and all my people will blast it out so everybody can check it out. Roger that, man. Have a great day. Be blessed. All right. You too, man. God bless you, brother. Take care. Take care. Later.